Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. I have two bits of good news. Starting this week, I actually have my replacement mic, so I don't sound like I'm recording in a tin can. That means, for my audio at least, the quality is going to go way up. The second and more important bit of good news is that we're looking at trying to move the same coin to a weekly release. For our usual time slot on July 2nd, we'll be releasing the first episode of the Light Side campaign. I know you're probably going to miss the crew of the Aurum, but don't worry, they'll be back the following week. Since Emma and I can split the editing load, it's actually feasible for us to put an episode out a week, providing that I manage my migraines and ADHD properly. I know I'm so very excited for you to meet the Light Side team. I promise they're just as weird and clumsy as the crew of the Aurum. You're going to love them. Before I ramble too long, let's check out one of the other shows on the Sosa's Media Network. Do you like wrestling? Do you like double entendre and tangents about wrestlers' indie careers? Do you like a weird amount of talk about male wrestlers' butts? Check out Marking Out With My Girlfriend, live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash so says media. And on Tuesdays, wherever podcasts are sold. We're a positivity-focused wrestling podcast where we break down the week in AEW and get on extremely weird tangents. That's 7 p.m. at twitch.tv slash SOSES media and in your favorite podcatcher. As always, this show wouldn't be possible without the support of Zeratech and our other patrons. We're foregoing asking for pledges still, and ask that you support Black Lives Matter causes instead this month. Okay, that's all from me. Let's go back a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. dumpster and plex were in the back room with hondo about to take the deal of a lifetime and keel was in the bar gathering information from our friendly and noble bar patrons and the bartender let's be clear the bar patron did not want anything to do with me um i was flirting hardcore at him and he's just like nah i've got some bach to play (laughs) yes Sabachstars.net. We discovered you can play Sabach with a tarot deck. Like, the Sabach deck is literally the tarot deck. Oh my god. Okay, we need to. So, that's what I have to look forward to now. (laughs) Maybe. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, Um, So, that's where we left off. mm -hmm. So, we're going to start back in the bar with Keel. As a reminder, uh, the two of you are able to hop in for any NPCs that you would like if your character is not in the scene. There is a old woman and the Zabrak man playing Sabachstars.net.spacenet. <laughs> so feel free to play either of those characters if you would like. So, is there anything else I could help you with? Um, what do you know about Hondo? I know that he pays me on time. 
And he lets me keep most of my tips. Anything else? She gives you a very knowing look. He's already got the credit chip on the table, on the bar. (laughs) She slightly picks up the money. Occasionally, there are shipments of non-weapon ordinances. Let's say um, things that you might need to briefly become a better pilot or expand your horizons. He's a stim dealer. I or a spice dealer. Your He's words, a spice not mine. I know. She taps her nose. I know the type. But He's not exactly an independent merchant, if you understand what I mean. Who's he working with? Out of need Um, more than anything. And then she catches herself. This one might be a little too expensive for you. Um, honey, I, I have a very unique set of skills. That make you a nightmare for people like me, believe me, I've heard it before. I wasn't thinking a nightmare, honey. No? When do you get off? Whenever I damn will, please. How's right now sound? You should be rolling. Yeah, yeah, what's my difficulty on the charm? Uh, <laughs> I my don't have family a family listens for her. to this show. Well, hey, that's why we're gonna veil this. This is gonna be a fade to black thing if I succeed. <laughs> Although I imagine she gets propositioned a lot. Mm-hmm. Being both a Twi'lek woman and in the Star Wars underworld. <laughs> uh, just a side note here. This is not where I was expecting to go in the first five minutes of recording. Uh, of actual recording. Okay, let's go with... Um... Two purple, and I'm upgrading it, so there's a red. Okay. Excellent. So that is one success. I got two advantages and two threats, and they canceled out. So just one success. Okay. I was hoping to get... Did we roll the... Force and Destiny pool? Or no, we're keeping do... the same pool. We're keeping the same pool? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I think you misunderstood what I meant, but it's cute when your audience do that. <laughs> uh, he gives her a wink and he says, <laughs> a little bug eye wink, and he says, oh, I'm pretty sure I didn't misinterpret what you said. Uh, no, I think you did. You're very charming. I had no idea. And I'll give you the benefit of information, but you're not my type. Uh, You can see Kiel's face ever so slightly droop, just like... (sighs) It's nothing to do with your skills as a raconteur or a flirter or whatever you want to call it. You're, like I said, you're very charming, but... Um, so I think, I think it's more of like an internal, like, like drooping. It's like a, well, I think his antenna just kind of like ever so slightly, just a little tiny bit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Well, this has been fun. Uh, wait, you said that she was actually going to say something. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no, it's been very fun. Um, if you meet, here is your deal. If you meet any women you think would be appropriate for me, you send them back here. Then exchange, we <clears throat> go out to the alley to make out. I got you. Um, she like gently rubs her hand across your face. Very, very, very seductively, like uh, very obviously signaling to everyone in the bar what's about to happen. Okay, sorry, so meta question. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you. She's providing pretense for her to give you information that she shouldn't be giving you. Yes, yes. Sorry, like I missed. I think I picked on some, picked up on something that wasn't there. Um, so is she? indicating that she will yeah she's a lesbian she's a lesbian okay um and she'll give that person the information or me no you get the information on the condition that you send any women you think would be appropriate for her back to the bar okay i just wasn't okay i got i got you okay Mm -hmm. okay um can I suggest that now would be an appropriate time to cut over? Yes, absolutely. Um, Partly because she... I want to think about where I want to go with this. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <clears throat> so, you agreed to Hondo's favor? Yes, Mr. Onaka. We would... Please, friends call me Hondo. You must call me Mr. Onaka. Well, um, friends call me Space Dumpster, but um, you can also call me that. (laughs) Pleased to meet you, uh, Mr. Onaka. I'm sure there's an interesting story behind that nickname. Oh, you know, all nicknames have stories, my friend. And, um, you know. Maybe if I get to start calling you Hondo, then um, you can hear all about my name. But, you know, that's a friendship, and I understand those other sorts of things. You know, some people like don't want to hop into. No, I like you. You you have potential. You could be a great pirate if you wanted to. Oh, oh gosh. Well, I, I got a pretty good gig here. Um but I appreciate good, the compliment. But not the greatest in the galaxy. Well, you got me there, but um. <clears throat> oh, mm, yep. Um. Oh, is this this is your boss? Hello, sir. Hello. Yes, we will be looking into the favor for you, Mister Onaka. Okay. Hondo has a simple request. Three crates. Three crates delivered to Rodia. No questions asked. If the crates are open, I will know. And you will probably be dead. Simple enough. But now, all we're getting is the location of one person. I mean, Plex, come on. Like, that's a hell of a trip. 
I mean, we could just like fly all around the planet and like look for them at that point. <laughs> you sure you good with this? Matchy's looking something up real quick. Where the oh my god, they okay. <laughs> I couldn't find the book I had open because it was in a tab on the PDF reader. <laughs> it's up to you. Money or the deal. No pressure either way, but... Rhodia does seem a bit far away to go for information. Okay. Okay. Consider. We also give you 10% of the cut. 10, 10% does sound like a pretty good number. That does sound much more enticing, Mr. Onaka. Oh, please, you can call me Hondo. Space Dumpster, you cannot. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> that sounds very good then, Hondo. I don't believe I caught your name. Did we do a name last game? No. No. What's a human Star Wars name? <laughs> um, uh, Alec Arantz. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you pretty much you take, oh, the, you take a human name and you like drop a letter or like add a, a syllable like okay the name we came up with was boba manifesto <laughs> that was the name eric and i came up with earlier this is my boba manifesto i'm gonna drink bubble tea every day I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> this is why it takes so long to record. <laughs> I know. Boba, okay. What, what, you, are you okay with Boba Manifesto being the fake name you came up with? Sure. You seem very eager to use that one. It could be. I mean, I wanted. I kind of wanted to make Boba Manifesto an NPC. That was just the first name that came to mind. Okay, we don't have to use that one then. Go um, with. Uh, you can also go by a mononym. I was going to go with like. Brando Cutlay. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Cat will figure it out later. Brando Marlin? Oh, no. I, Marlin. I already know that it's Brandon Cutler. <laughs> Brando Cutlay, you say. Well, extending, extending my hand. Indeed. I am pleased to make your acquaintance. And to become business partners. It seems as though your ship, uh, two people's out of data pad. The Aurum, is it? That would mm -hmm. be it, yes. It's an older ship, but in very good condition. That I would be Space Dumpster here, yes. I dare say she's the finest running ship in this year galaxy. I know there are some who would probably debate that. I would welcome I... them to a debate. <laughs> I happen to know of a ship 
a VCX-100 that I think could outpilot you. I ain't the pilot, so um, I ain't got so nothing then, to say about that. <laughs> Mr. Brando, are you the pilot? You don't seem a piloting type. No. Fortunately, I wouldn't be. So, if I may ask, where is your pilot? We cut two keels slamming a shot. <laughs> Just a smash cut. <laughs> smash cut of the glass hitting the table. It's it's the it's the letter Kenny double tap. <laughs> yes. And and then we smash cut right. Back. <laughs> Our pilot may be getting acquainted with your front business. Oh, the front of house. A good money source for Hondo. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't just say getting acquainted with your front business and expect me not to panic. I entirely missed getting acquainted with your front business. (laughs) Oh god, she's gone. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> would you like? Would either of you care for some spice? We have plenty to share, and since we are new business partners, I think it would be appropriate to see the transaction. Um, my eyes sort of go wide, and um, I just look toward Plex, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm looking back and forth. <laughs> Space dumpster will be fine. I need them to take care of the ship. But certainly. Oh. He hands you over some glitter stem. So. Let's toast to new friendships. To new friendships. Okay. What does Glitter Stim actually do? Um, <laughs> glitter Stim is extremely addictive and um, it makes people believe they have telepathic powers. Whether or not it actually grants them telepathy <laughs> is debatable or if it's just hallucination. Um, it also grants like extremely and like heightened perception. Um but it's very addictive and it can like essentially make you like if you are addicted to glitter stim, like your senses are severely dulled normally when you're not on it. I don't know if there's like a stat block there, for there, drugs. Yeah, so there it has are three mechanical. boosts to all perception yeah. and vigilance checks yeah. for yeah. the remainder of an encounter may receive some telep- telepathic abilities. Makes the subject relatively paranoid, perceptive, and alert. Extremely addictive. Yep. This is... You get the sense that this is a test to make sure that you are actually committed to this deal and not a cop, basically. Yep. (laughs) That's kind of what I assumed. (laughs) 
So. <coughs> You'll excuse me. It's been a bit since my last. <laughs> Quick, put on the lights. And uh, we Quay runs over and like slams a red button on the wall and a disco ball comes down. It's the button labeled the lights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and like there's various multicolored lights are pointed towards the disco ball that like start to spin around the room. And Honda's like, this, this is the reason that you <clears throat> take these deals. This is a definite perk, yeah. <laughs> I can tell you are in charge of this operation. Yeah. But what business do you have with the Imperial Remnant? That is our own business for right now. You don't trust your good friend, Hondo? I am wounded. But I understand. Not, not do not trust. But... It's an extenuating circumstance right now. Well, you do have your mission. You've chosen to accept. I will have my men load the three crates onto your ship, and we will be in contact when the delivery is made. Wonderful. Now, as for your pilot, I hope he is a big spender. <laughs> we cut back to Keel, who is chewing at the moment. <laughs> With his I'm sorry, snoot. I'm really sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> you Wait, are. This is still better than rhodium projectile vomit. <laughs> I am delighted by how calm you are after like doing a line yes. of stim. <laughs> Just like oh god, yeah. oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. Continuing on, we cut back to Keel. Yes, yes, we cut back to Keel. You are in an alleyway with the Twi'lek bartender draped over you. Making a very good impression of two people who are in the midst of a passionate makeout session. Mm -hmm. Keel is uh, somewhat convincingly uh, moving his hands up and down her back. Yeah. So you're as you're fake faking out. Um, you're you're passed by a like. <sighs> A young group of kids who are like, ooh, someone's got a client. Um, you're uh, <laughs> the the tree like bartender we haven't named. You don't know her name, and this I don't is on need purpose. To know her name. Um, she like as if through magic. Let's roll this out, but as if through magic. Just kicks a rock from the from the street backwards, like basically a back pass in soccer, but kicks it backwards and it arcs up in the air and doinks a kid in the forehead, <laughs> and they run away. <laughs> she rolled two successes and two uh, two advantages on a medium distance ranged attack with kicking a rock so the kids scamper away relatively convinced that you two are making out um so you are looking to find out who hunter works for works for works with 
whatever you've got for me. Okay. Well, if I told you that Hondo was in debt to the Pikes. The Pikes. Um, I feel like I need to know who they are. So that would be knowledge underworld, I feel. Yes. Um, difficulty? They're fairly... If you know about Spice, you probably know about the Pikes. It's easy. I've been involved in organized crime in the past. So easy. Well, it's, so the, easy and then... It's... It's... If... It's... Yeah, you can get a blue die. You're, oh. you're, you're going to succeed this roll. I'm going to you, succeed this roll. Absolutely. Unless you it. back to it. That is not a back to That's a success with uh, two advantages. But yeah. Okay. So you know that the Pikes own and operate the Spice Mines on Kessel. Mm-hmm. And that being in debt to them usually means you lost a Spice shipment. Aha. Excellent. Um, how did he lose a shipment to the Pikes? He says to the Twi'lek bartender. You're making an awful lot of assumptions about what happened to Hondo, but I... I've been around long enough to know. Okay, you know best. That's all the information that I can give you. Is she being... Completely mm. truthful here. You can definitely attempt. I can roll for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, perception? No, so, that vigilance. That's vigilance, right? Determining a law. I mean, like when you lie to someone, right? You, it's you know, it's I lost in a, the page on the. When you is, reference. It's your deception opposed by their willpower, uh, their um, uh, discipline. So I'm going to say that it's okay. So it's it's my discipline. Difficulty of average difficulty. Ah, God. Also, I'm sorry. My neighbors are playing like thumping techno. I don't know if you can hear it. I heard. Yeah, we can hear it. It doesn't seem to be picked up on Zencaster. Like, I don't see it in my waveform. Oh, I had to turn it up a lot to hear that. No, I can like I can I can hear the bass specifically. Oh boy. Um, so that is <coughs> two failures and an advantage. <laughs> okay, yeah, you don't you you assume that she is telling the truth. Uh, with an advantage. Um, I assume that she's telling the truth. Can I? Mm, yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Okay. Um, you've been incredibly helpful. Um, I didn't catch your name. That wasn't an accident. And she walks away. At this point, we cut back to the back of the bar. So, you're looking for... <clears throat> Sorry, I've got to get back to Honda. There we are. Okay, so you're looking for an Admiral Bondar. That's right. Okay. Well, I can give you that information. There is an old Imperial outpost just outside of the city. You will most likely find her there. You know, 
we really should have thought to look in the old Imperial base for the Imperial <laughs> before agreeing to all of this. But um, <laughs> hindsight's twenty twenty, friends. So <laughs> that's exactly that. Like that's entirely why Hondo arranged it that way because it is a very obvious thing. <laughs> So he got you to agree to something very dangerous for very obvious information. And 10%. And 10%. And 10%. The 10% is the important part. We don't know what that's worth. <laughs> I hate this. You're kidding. 10% of what? Uh, I'm dumb. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing this entirely for intrigue. <laughs> <laughs> so, if that is all you need from Hondo, I have a very, very wonderful high to sit through. You're welcome to stay, or you can go. We should probably go find our pilot now. Shouldn't we, Space Dumpster? Yeah, if you're... <laughs> if you're good to go, then, um... I am happy to travel with you. Let's go see if we can't find our pilot. As Flex stands up to leave, uh, she stops blinking. <laughs> and just continues on. So just like wide-eyed, like staring yep. straight forward, like this is criff and awesome. <laughs> The two of you walk back out into the main bar area where you do not find Keel. Is the bartender back yet? Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, I could have told you this was going to happen, Plex. <laughs> but as it were, um, I think some things are better experienced um, firsthand. Um <laughs> That's what my brother's you, always said. They told me before I experienced other things firsthand. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> that is your choice, friend. And um, if you can read my mind right now, you know what I think of your choices. Um, but roll to read his mind. <laughs> what is the rule to read a mind? Um, I mean, discipline um, is like the forcey sh. But yeah, sorry, for secrets. Let's, let's go with discipline. For see, for see, drab. Poodoo. Okay, so that's poodoo. Two drab. For see, drab. Yes. Yes. Anything to add to the rule? Yes, it's going to be a. Let's make it a daunting check. <laughs> oh dear. So that's far. Perps. Four perps. Perps are the D4s. Purple dice. The D8s. Eight. That's a hexagon. No. Wait. The purple ones are going to have triangle faces. Oh. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I said the D4. Because <laughs> you can't oh. give me the colors, cat. Oh, right. Okay, oh. but if I said the triangle one, there's like five different dice that have triangles on them. Well, there's, <laughs> there's the good triangles, the bad triangles, there's the good hexagons and the bad hexagons, and the good squares and the bad squares. Wait. And then the D100. Then what are the That's hexagons? 
Oh, pentagons. 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 Cerro Miedo. Erica's brain. Uh, that's one failure and one threat. So, so yes, nice. of course you can read my brain. <laughs> you, you have exactly read my mind. <laughs> the information that you get from reading Space Dumpster's mind, basically the image you get is a loaf cat cleaning itself. <laughs> this is this is a failure to read your mind. So this is not something that's even remotely in your brain. It's a loath cat cleaning itself. Yeah, that's and like fair. it's it's, it's the, the kind Zabrak of is off uh <laughs> So Mark stars now and look at a cat video. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. Um, okay, so Kill, did you want to come back in the bar or um I think Kiel's still outside. Erica, you had a suggestion or a thought? Oh, well I I mean after that interaction I was actually gonna go to the bartender because I assumed she'd know. Hmm. Yeah, so I think Kyo's still outside making okay. making himself presentable. <laughs> Clothing did get dis- disheveled. So, um... Hello and welcome to Hondo's Bar, where all of your dreams come true. <laughs> Boy, do they, friend. <laughs> um, uh, in that regard, I am... Um, dreaming about the location of my friend who is a Rodian and um, enjoys winking a lot, uh, I would assume you may have um, encountered him. We may have. Um, you might need to refresh my memory. Oh, um, I think he was wearing like an orange vest. Um, oh, God. Like She starts rubbing her hand like credits. You know, making the universal money symbol. Uh, yeah, like I suction don't... fingers. Yeah, like <laughs> hands, like kind of long. No, not that. You're, you're just describing a Rodian. That's <laughs> how they look. Um, uh, but I, my memory. At this is... point, at this point, Kiel walks in. Now, see, he looks just like that one. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. Your friend is outside. Oh. Okay. That was a lie. He is that one. And then I'm going to walk over to Kiel. <laughs> uh, um, that was wonderful. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Now, Kiel, how are you? Uh, and he kind of okay. ponders for like just a half. He ponders for just a half a second. You had a drink and I'm a quite shot. Good. Quite good. Right. Yeah, I had the orange nebula and the shot that we uh, smash cut to. Mm-hmm. OK, quite good. You good enough I'll to fly on the shift? Oh, you know, you know me. <laughs> I suppose. You get the vibe. You get the vibe that Keela is 
probably okay. Your keel's probably not okay to drive. I don't want to encourage people to do two drinks in like 10 minutes and then drive. No, keel is not okay to drive. Well, good thing we'll be flying then. Um, (laughs) That's fair. Um, I got... (laughs) Some situations have changed. I'll let... um, Plex over there, fill you in on what's going on. As we speak, there are men loading crates onto our ship. Well, men, women, I, honestly, I don't know. But um, we've got a delivery to make. You can, you know, ask this one about that. <laughs> Plex, you're incredibly paranoid right now. <laughs> uh, um, I turned to Plex. Um, and I just give a quizzical look. We, we can talk more about this on the ship. Yes. Still not blinking. <laughs> okay. So what we'll do here is we will do like a wipe to you three in a speeder, a land speeder, like driving out of town. Who is driving? Probably, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, how long do effects last? Of alcohol? A bit. Of, of I mean, like for two drinks, it'd probably be like. Glitterstim is the remainder of an encounter, so I'd assume that you're by the time we get to the next destination, you're back to normal. So when we get back to the ship? Can, or can I? you guys are I believe you are going to the Imperial base right yes <laughs> think that was the plan yeah we cut back in on y'all in the speeder keel is piloting um yes. what I'm gonna have you do is do a um, piloting planetary okay how many black dice two <laughs> okay <laughs> folks Listeners, audience, do not drink and drive. Do not drink and piloting planetary. This is a fictional RPG. We do not condone, condone this on Chicks with Dice. Well, this is an actual RPG. Yeah, it's an actual RPG. It's a fictional story. <laughs> okay. Uh, average yes. difficulty. Average. Because for a that's sober a person. Of, wow, that's a lot of dice. For a sober person, driving is not that hard. Yeah. Well, I might even so, say easy. So the difficulty is based on the task. The setback dice are based on the condition. Yes, which I'm saying it's an average difficulty with the two setback dice. Gotcha. The average difficulty is that you have to drive through an unfamiliar place and get to a place that you barely know how to get to. Those are some symbols. Are they good So symbols? let me just preface this by saying there were no successes rolled at all. <laughs> so that is a total of three failures. Those two cancel out. Those two cancel out. So three failures and two advantages. <clears throat> so you are driving through the lush, verdant jungle of Rishi. The speeder kicks up little bits of water as you fly over tiny pools that are stagnant and 
every once in a while you'll get a splash of gross dank water on you <laughs> and it just smells like rot but in like the natural way that stagnant pools do where it's like it's a little gross but you know it's not bad mm-hmm. and the camera like kind of like lets you it, it, it like swings down and is basically on a dolly on a track in front of <laughs> you guys as you pilot the speeder so it's pulling back as you move forward okay. so Plex what, uh, what happened in there well, we're making friends, and we have friends. A- this is Hondo Onaka. He's a pirate. Yep, I said friends. So we have a delivery to make. What kind of deliver? I, I, we don't know. I, okay, I get it. You know it. how it works. Where are we taking this? You might be pleased about that answer. Rodia. What do you mean? Uh, Kiel's flesh turns ghastly pale at this. This is actually where you get distracted and crash into the stump. Um, Kiel! Kiel, watch out! Criff, criff, Not again. Um, Kiel! What did we hit? It was just a stump. I don't know, but we're losing fuel. Uh, Not to mention you tore out the bottom of these repulsors. Hey, no, if the repulsors are damaged, you are not losing fuel. I want to make that very clear. Okay. Okay. Because losing fuel means you're stranded. You can fix the repulsors. Okay. I hit the bottom of... uh, I clipped the repulsors. Uh, Space dumpster. I... Kiel? Don't say anything. I know. <laughs> I know this is exactly like. Yeah, two missions ago. Yeah. That's why I carry my tool belt. And with Thank a glare, you. like a deep, <laughs> dirty, dirty glare, um, he steps off of the speeder and like positions himself underneath without a single other word. And you just start to hear like. A plasma torch and, you know, some cutting tools. Would you like me to do Foley for the plasma torch? Sure. I think Zoe might have something to say about that sound effect. (laughs) It's a Star Wars plasma torch. It doesn't need to be a real welding torch. Um... And I'll just yell up and I'll, I'll say, it's just going to take a while if you want to um, talk any further there between the two of you. Um, so what? Why Rodia? That, that's so far out of our way. Because that's the destination. How, how did we even get roped into this? I just, I. This was the price I'm of the information. Loss. Fine. Did apparently, you find anything out? Oh, sorry, I cut you off there. Yeah. Um, apparently, Onaka has had some trouble with the Pike clan. Um, he's Pike in debt. perks up a little bit here. He's in debt. Okay. And 
knowing the Pike clan, that means he lost a shipment. I'm interested in seeing how we can leverage this. And we have a shipment for Hondo now. Mm-hmm. I like the way you think. <laughs> I like the way you get information. I really want to cut So do I. Do you? Because he got drunk and crashed. (laughs) I'm probably still buzzed a little bit, let's be honest. Valid. Do you want to try to read Kiel's mind? (laughs) Yes. Like I said, daunting check. So four of of the triangles. Yes. Oh, this one's even better. Oh. Uh, two failures and two threats. Excellent. Yeah, so the thing... Can I make Can I make a suggestion? Yeah, go for it. Um, Keel got worried when you mentioned Rodia because he has an X there and he doesn't want to run into them. That, that's, that's what you read off of his mind. <laughs> It's wrong. <laughs> it's completely wrong, I bet. Uh, we can spoiler about this, but... Okay, so I was actually going to have what you got off of the reading mm-hmm. be just a pure sense of hunger. <laughs> like, what kind of hunger? Need food. Like oh, okay. Emma 30 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You get the sense that Keel just needs food. Like, it's beyond urgent. And at that point, you hear a buzz. I had to tear out half my communicator to fix this. And I hope you appreciate my sacrifice, Keel. Um, should I make uh, a mechanics roll? Yes, you should make a mechanics roll. You're going to be fixing this. But the buzz that you hear, two of you who are not fixing it, starts to get louder. It'll be... Uh, um, The the fixing it is a hard check. Is that a buzzing or the buzzing? uh, Aaron, er, sorry. Plex, don't forget that you're on Glitter Stim, so you get... Um, oh, right. Three um, blues. Three blues on your perception check here. Okay. And it'll be a hard perception check for the both of you who are still not, who are not underneath the speeder. Okay, so a hard. I is... want to say, I want to say that um, Heal doesn't even notice it. Like, I'm still pretty buzzed. Um, okay. I want to say that I don't, I don't hear it. Okay, so a heart is three of the triangles. Three triangles. And you have three triangles, the... whatever your perception is, and four of the good squares. Okay. Ended up with three successes and one advantage. Hey, that's a glitter seems good for that. Um, <laughs> you notice flying in from the jungle is a rather large looking bug with very very unfriendly looking mandibles there's a giant bug coming at us what <laughs> clink, clink, that's clink. really rude 
<laughs> Plex. I'm right here. I will actually grab Keel's head and turn them to face. <laughs> like dead square into the hard cam. Do you see the 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 stars in Keel's eyes just kind of spread out a little bit as his eyes go wide? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Good. Maybe we shoot it. Do me a Space favor. Space dumpster, how long is it going to take? Um, Do you want to hear my mechanics, Earl? Yes, please. Because this might be a great time for um to play off of that. Um. I got two successes, two threats, and a triumph. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> also, when I repair, I repair an additional point over what is normally repaired, but uh, we're not it's, really. It's, we're not keeping track of this because right. it's yeah. a story damage. It's not yes. real damage. for. Uh, okay, so the bug starts flying down towards you. Uh, the two of you start taking pot shots at it. Pew, 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 pew. It seems to be evading your shots, almost as if it's anticipating them before they arrive. And zoom, zoom. Space Dumpster gets back into the speeder, scrambling out from underneath with all of his tools and says, can I have you say punch it? Keel, punch it! Do we want Keel flying this after I... Um, like, so the way I see it is like space dumpster like slides out the back and like hops onto the back of this land speeder as, as he's yelling okay. that because <laughs> there's a bug coming. Okay. It, oh, sorry. The bug dives down. Mandibles gnashing. <laughs> and you hit the thruster. It sputters. You hit the thruster again. It sputters one more time. And then as the bug's about to clamp down on Space Dumpster's leg, it just all of a sudden shoots forward at full speed. And that's your triumph. If you're okay with how that worked out. Yeah. I would say I'd give it a good kick as we're uh, driving away. That works. So, would you like to keel roll for me another? Uh, no. At this point, um, Space Dumpster is going to crawl into the front, and um, he's going to... Are we talking like a land speeder or like a speeder bike? A land speeder. I don't know how all okay. three of us would okay. be on a speeder bike. <laughs> no, the three of you could not fit on a speeder bike. It's very cramped. We're getting to know each other. <laughs> it's, a, it's not a speeder bike. It's actually just two sidecars. <laughs> is two sidecars stapled together <laughs> with a thruster at the back. Um, <laughs> space so it's a land speeder. Um, space Dumpster is going to grab Keel and say, um, how about I fly this from here on out? Okay. Fine. Yeah. Um, go take a nap in the back or something. Okay, you're going to be rolling that averaging piloting planetary. Yeah. I have one yellow. No black that. dice. One yellow hmm. and 
one green, and it's average difficulty. You're the only one in the party who's sober. <laughs> hey, you know, I forgot to remove one of the black dice on that roll, because I removed black dice for my piloting checks. Oops. Uh, but it's okay. Story-wise, it, it was a good it was story good. piece. So, yeah. I got one success. Everything else canceled. Yeah, that's enough. You <laughs> managed to make your way successfully through the jungle to this Imperial base that seems to be putting... It seems to be lightly active. At the base, you see two stormtroopers guarding the entrance. Okay, I slow down. And a little spot for you to park. Oh, okay, yeah. Is on an is it an accessible spot? Yes. I uh, park the speeder and um, sort of <laughs> look at Plex, and I, uh, n- uh, are you good to, to handle this, Plex? The the pleasantries with the Imperials here. Plex's pupils have gone back to normal size at this okay. point. <laughs> Because you've been driving for okay. about an hour. Alrighty. Keel also seems to have largely sobered up. Yeah, I, yeah, it's been about an hour. To standard Keel level? Well, I'd say like just at the point where it's like, yeah, I'm okay to drive, but if I have any more, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So there are two stormtroopers. Are they approaching the vehicle? Yes. Uh, the, the, the one stormtrooper with the orange pauldron on his shoulder says, Identification, please. <laughs> That's canonical stormtrooper voice, Aaron. Yeah, I know. That... I know. <laughs> uh... Do you have a problem with my voice? Uh, no, we are here on behalf of... What the hell is the company name again? Sinar Fleet Systems. I don't have that written down. We're here on behalf of Sinar Fleet Systems. We're expected by Admiral Bondar. Understood. He puts a hand up to the up to the, his helmet. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. You can go on through. We can go on through. The door is open. And you see a very imperial-looking corridor, including the, like, light panels of the metal where it's, like, got the little, the long ovals and everything <laughs> like that. It's, there's a mouse droid that wheels past you. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. It, um, as, as you enter the door... A, another stormtrooper approaches. Sorry, sirs. Um, you need to be escorted. Understood. Follow our way. And that stormtrooper walks you through the base and takes you to uh, Admiral. The basically the like takes you to a turbo lift. That's Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah. Or Star Turbo Lift is Star Wars. No, that's not... it's Star Wars. Okay, I I. Always confuse the sorrows in the Star Trek elevators. Yeah, it's a turbo lift. Takes you to no the turbo lift, course, right? No, but you're also in an enclosed hallway. Takes you to the turbo lift, and you're brought to the top of this building, where 
Oh wait, it's it's the same for both. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say to it's definitely turbo lift in Star Trek, but okay. You are brought to the Admiral's office. You see a desk that is decorated with a number of bits and pieces and relics, and a older, stern-looking woman sits at the desk. Welcome. We've been expecting you. You are a bit late, as far as what Sinar has told us. We had some technical issues getting here. Nothing nothing too big. Technical difficulty. Technical issues. You you took a speeder here from town, no? Yes. We had to make a We met repair. some of the locals. You dealt with that pirate, didn't you? Onaka? Yes, that that pirate. He seemed like an awful legitimate businessman to me. <laughs> That's what it said on his business card. Yes. Good to know that you bought his lies. Uh, we keep him around mostly for not worth your time. Um, would any of you like to roll to determine what kind of decorations are on her desk? Yes. Let's like say... To- yeah, let's call it a knowledge lore check. And it's going to be hard. Who do you want that from? Just anybody or? Uh, anyone who would like to try to determine what. I got three successes and three threats. <laughs> um. So I fail that. Again, I rolled no successes. It's a good thing this is a roll of no consequence. <laughs> Just well, get the bad I mean, rolls out. Arguably, you can get... Like, we could get Ustai to negotiate with her and whatever. So you notice on her desk are some bits of scrap metal that have been bent and twisted into statues that bear the insignia of the Confederacy of Independent Systems. And you notice the head of a droidica on her wall. Those are the roly-poly droids that have the personal shields from episode one. For and episode two and, and episode three, three and Clone Wars. <laughs> so you can gather from that that she's maybe a bit of a either she's a veteran or she's a bit of a history buff for the Clone Wars. She's old enough that she could be a veteran. I see you have an interesting collection on your desk here. Do you know a lot of the cl- of the Clone Wars? Oh, only as much as someone who regularly studies them and fought in them would. I would uh, Sorry, Eva, did you want to say something? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yes, um, you do know that the Republic Navy became the Imperial Navy, became whatever I'm doing here now. Well, yes, of course. I didn't think we'd meet someone as distinguished as you, though, on this trip. Yes, uh, these trips do tend to surprise. We 
I've had to make our activity a bit more clandestine of late, but the Empire is still strong here. If only our beloved Emperor had not been so ruthlessly murdered by those Neil rebels. walks over and picks up one of the uh, pieces of scrap. Uh, Rhodium, you bug face. Don't, don't touch the things on my desk. Ask first. You have some semblance of speech, don't you? Uh, Keel turns and says in Rodian, what's it to you? She responds in Rodian. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's a matter of respect. All right. All right. Puts it down. If you're interested in the items that I have on my desk, I can give you a history of them, but it's dreadfully boring, I'm afraid. Do we want the history? That's an out-of-character question. (laughs) No, I... (laughs) No. Well, I don't know. Uh, out of character, no. Yeah, Space does not. (laughs) I'm just interested in finding out where Moff Cassius is so we can complete this deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're here for the... You on instructions to rendezvous with me here for further information on Moff Cassius. That is correct. What I can tell you is that Moff Cassius has a rather important facility on the other side of the Zareka string. You'll have to go to... um, You would probably know it best as the Rishi Maze. Companion Auric. He's... I'll come with you. This is an information we need getting out. Especially if you get captured by pirates. Um, We're friends with the the pirates, I thought. (laughs) You're friends with these pirates. You're not familiar with the Rishi system, are you? Uh, (laughs) It is quite frankly, home to, well, sure, the Rishi sector more than anything is home to a number of unsavory elements of the underworld. They tend to flock here because the Republic wants nothing to do with this area. So one of them set up a hospitality business here to host the other pirates. You may be in good with Honda Onaka, but Honda Onaka is certainly not in good with any number of other pirates. So, it's your choice. I can come with you, or I send a droid. Either way, the information isn't yours until we get there. I, I, I just kind of look at Plex. So, Miss Slutzel, was it? Yes. You are still an old man, so it's very jarring that she refers to you as Miss <laughs> and by your real name. <laughs> uh, yes, that would be correct. It's your decision, then. Do we want the person or the droid? <laughs> it's up to you. It's up to, it's up to the three of you. You, yeah. you get to pick. It's kind of the same thing, where, where it's like, uh, I don't know what to pick. Just kind of like Just in the before part we did. <laughs> flip a mental coin, then. Like, it's up to you. You're the commander. Make a call. Roll a, I don't know, roll, a, roll the force die, and if you get a dark side... <laughs> Take the lady, I guess. 
I got a coin up. Uh, heads, droid, tails, lady. Okay. Tails. Fuck. I was really hoping for heads. <laughs> would you prefer we take the droid? I will work with whatever you would prefer. If it's a 50-50 thing, like, I can... I can do either. I'm still stuck on the droid, I think. You want the droid? Unless I hear difference from anyone else. Anybody have a problem with the droid? Kiel okay. doesn't care. Kiel okay. doesn't care. Uh, Admiral, I'm sure you're very busy around here, so we'll be okay taking a droid. All right. Um, you there, trooper. Yes, ma'am? Fetch BT-7. Right away, ma'am. <laughs> uh, the trooper comes back with a RA-7 model uh, protocol droid. Oh, this is the most dreadful assignment you've ever given me. I can't believe you're making me fly through on this hunk of junk ship for these glorified salesmen. This is miserable. For the record, the protocol droid in question looks bug-faced. It's one of the bug-faced droids. I was going to ask if we just got stuck with Marvin. <laughs> Basically, <yes>. pretty much. <laughs> oh god, ma'am, your uh, your droid seems to have developed a bit of a um, well, what I like to call droid funk. Um, if you want, I'm pretty good with droids. We could work on that while he's aboard. That. Frankly, I'm a little bit done with BT. I'm perfectly all right with you fixing him. Or if you just need to put a restraining bolt on him, you could slap a restraining bolt on. It's neither here nor there to me. All right. Will do. I would prefer you don't put a restraining bolt on me. But nothing well. ever works out well for a droid. <laughs> why I'm stuck on this mission. Pointless sales exercise. <laughs> Waste of my droid potential. Um, <laughs> at which point um, SD pulls out a restraining bolt from his tool belt and just like slaps it on right there because he's done with that. <laughs> <laughs> How may I help you? Um, if you want to go sit in our speeder, it's the orange one with the, like, brown and black skids underneath. It's hard to miss. Understood. Does, like, a hard droid turn and protocol walks his way out. <laughs> the very, like... <laughs> Anything so, else? I'm oh, sorry. That's not my job. <laughs> that, is, that is not my job. Uh, so, is there anything else you'll be needing from me before I send you out? I believe we should be mostly sufficient from here. Quick glance to Keel and Space Dumpster. Um, you did say Keel that. Eyes, oh. Keel eyes the 
sculptures on the desk one last time. If you want the history, I'll give it to you. No, it's fine. I don't care. Yes, Admiral Bondar, I believe we're done. Okay. Uh, oh god, Trooper, I heard dice. Trooper, escort them out. Yes, ma'am. And the trooper guides you out down the turbo lift back to your car. And by car, I mean land speeder. <laughs> now, can we figure out the voice you're doing for the troopers? As players, I'm sure we have. As characters, how old is everyone? Years. Um, 43, 44, uh, early 40s. Space Dumpster definitely would have heard them before. It depends on Space Dumpster's proximity to Corellia, so, right? Corellia mm. was not heavily involved in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm fairly sure. I'm they 22. You would not know this voice. Yeah, no. Aaron, are you over 40? I wouldn't think so. Okay, you I also like... wrote in years for age, so... <laughs> this is why it's important, because Star Wars has an actual canonical timeline. You would, you probably wouldn't... I mean, like, you, did, you recognized it as Clone Wars memorabilia, but you probably wouldn't know this particular voice. So, uh, what I'm going to have happen is we are going to... Basically, you unimpeded make your return to your ship. The Aurum is perfectly all right, exactly where you left it. Plus three crates. <laughs> uh, three crates and bad ideas. <laughs> three crates and bad ideas. Um, is there anything you wanted to stop for while you were in town, or are you okay? Okay, okay. so... Um, we're going to have your ship takes off. It flies out to the, it flies basically exits Atmo um, with BT7 entering particular coordinate information for you to make your way through the Zareka string. And before you punch it to hyperdrive, hyperspace, whatever, I think both are correct. Uh, we will cut the episode. <laughs> Space Dumpster was played by Erica Belsass, who can be found on Twitter at Belsass or on twitch.tv slash Belsass. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Plex Slutzel was played by Erin Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorabold or on our other podcast, Marking Out With My Girlfriend. Kiel Krennic was played by Emma Hislop, who can be found on Twitter at Nocturne Musings and making Kat and Kira suffer through movies on Unsound Theories. The Dark Side campaign is jammed by me, Kathleen Bader. You can find my tweets at Kat Selesnia, or you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Kat Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's Media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. By recommending the show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can also help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. 
You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. To become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash sosasmedia. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. The Star Wars RPG played in this podcast is the property of Lucas Books. It was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns Fantasy Flight Games. Until next time, stay wizard! I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm easy. I know you are, but what does that have to do with? No. Erica was too slow to get in on that, and and so she had to condemn it. At a certain point, like, you are asking me to play Candyland of flirting, and I am already playing, like, you know. um, Fifth edition. (laughs) Okay, we have to keep it at the lowest common denominator, which is me. Okay, that's fair. Um, okay. So, Warhammer? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I know how to play that. Well, I know how to play Warhammer Fantasy 8th Edition. That's the one with the square bases. <laughs> the good one. The one that I'm, I still miss those square bases. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I'll, yep. Game start. <laughs>